Hello, good morning. Today, on this Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, I'd like to share with you from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 to 10. And we read, After the Sabbath, at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, was buried, he was raised again on the third day, according to the Scriptures. It's time to believe that he died for my sins. It's time to believe in the Scriptures that is in the Bible. It's time to believe that he rose again and is alive. And he is also here among us today, in the same way that he appeared to his disciples on Easter morning. It is a very rewarding and wonderful feeling to know that he wants to be here among us as well. And he's even seen us and wanted to bless us. But in order for him to bless us abundantly, let's see what can do first. It's time to decide whether or not we truly believe. Resurrection Easter is a time to tell Christ and to tell to ourselves, yes, I do believe. If possible, we should do it loudly as we get used to saying it at the beginning of Easter services. Christ the Lord is risen. Alleluia. And the congregation responds, He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Using this address should be more than an empty tradition. The words, He is risen, remind us of the joyous news we celebrate at Easter, that Jesus' death was not in vain, and that He has the power to overcome death. Saying, He is risen, allows us to share this incredible truth with each other. The resurrection of Christ gives us hope for salvation and for our own resurrection and eternal life. We should be able to say these words, which are good and fearful before God, on a daily basis in our lives. Every morning when we get up, we should have to speak these words out loud, no matter if someone in the house hears us. We also need to be able to say these words out loud and freely when someone asks us about our faith. In our conversations with people, we should confess our faith in Christ with others. There are many people who have no problem swearing and cussing in front of others. 
for this way of speaking is thought of as cool nowadays, but they are ashamed to say a word about Jesus or to say they are Christians or give a Christian opinion on a subject for fearing being discriminated against or treated differently for basing their principles in the Bible. And maybe these same people believe in the principles of the Bible, but are more afraid of what people might think of them than what God might think about that. What do you think? How would Jesus feel not hearing us, declaring our faith when we can do so? Do you think people confess in the same way as they do in church? Is it worthwhile to declare your faith in church at, for instance, Easter Sunday service, but then not to have the courage to confess it in front of people for fear of being different? Before God, today's statement has no worth at all if we don't also do it before people when we must do it. This shows that it wasn't a genuine statement. It shows that our faith is weak. In the Bible, Jesus tells us, according to your faith, let it be done to you. Jesus said this when he was about to perform a miracle. He needed their faith for the miracle to be performed. So it is also with our confession of faith in Christ, which is needed in everyday life in order for God's presence, power, and blessing to be manifested in our lives. It is very easy to realize that when God's blessings, answer prayers, or solve situations are missing in our lives, it is probably because there is a problem of faith on our side. And one of those faith problems has to do with our lack of willingness to confess our faith before others, to really be committed to Christ when it's time to do so. Jesus says, Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge him before my Father who is in heaven. And this is not something that only applies to future days when we go to heaven. It applies to being accompanied by God's blessing in every day of our lives. We have to commit ourselves to God so that he can also be committed to us. This is what the Apostle Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. Some people can confess Christ in the church without a problem, but they cannot confess him in front of people. And that's sad. And we are challenged with this to this day. Here on this Easter Sunday, from now on, do we indeed believe that Jesus was raised? Then we are asked to have the courage to confess him in front of people when we need to do it. I remember several years ago, I had the opportunity, just by chance, to meet a renowned evangelist. After chatting with him, he told me directly, no offense, but your problem is that you really still don't believe in the very power of Christ. I was troubled by what he said me. I realized later, reflecting on this, that he may have been right. I really didn't believe that after praying, Jesus could intervene miraculously in my life. I didn't believe that things could change substantially. I didn't believe the Bible verse I had just read was indeed God's word. I had received so much training on biblical criticism 
during my theology studies that more than once it made me question the very word of God in a way that prevented me from truly believing in it as the word of God and not merely words of people. I realized that there were situations in my life that couldn't be changed because the problem was in me, in my lack of faith. And I realized that what that evangelist told me was right to some extent. There I understood Jesus' words, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Why did Jesus speak of children this way? He was referring to their aptitude to believe, their naivety, their purity, their sensibility, their gullibility. Whoever does not have such a faith in God and cannot believe in his word cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. To enter the kingdom of heaven, it is necessary to believe in the risen Christ, God incarnate in Jesus Christ. Today, on this Easter Sunday, we are challenged and we are also invited again to truly believe and declare it indeed. Are we able to believe indeed now, but also when we go through the exit door of the church? Faith begins there when we leave the church and meet with people in everyday life. Faith begins there when every morning we give priority to prayer and reading the Word of God before starting to work. Those who cannot put God first and truly start believing in Him will be very poor in blessings. Believing is not an obligation, you know, but believing is the only way of being a Christian. No one is forced to believe in the Word of God. But make no mistake, if you are a Christian, you have to believe with your heart, with your thoughts, with your mouth. You are asked to declare it. You are challenged to have the courage to declare it in front of others, even those who may not believe. We won't be blessed by God, and we won't become saved by only coming attending church. We are nevertheless invited to commit ourselves to Christ. Today might be a day of great changes for our present and future life, but everything depends on us. Jesus told the doubting Thomas, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Surrender our life to God in truth. Begin to believe in his word without questioning and with the faith of a child. Not only will begin to see miracles in our life, but also being on Jesus' path to life, to salvation. As of that moment, after my talk with that famous evangelist, I told myself, It is true. I have to decide to believe in Christ or not to believe. If I'm a Christian or I'm not, Jesus is inviting me to truly believe in him. I have two options, or to pretend to be a Christian, not ever achieving a taste of God, or to give myself to him with that innocent faith and see the great things that he has in store for me. Christ offers us the same thing, coming to church without believing, must be very tedious, boring, and tiring, and nothing will be received. But coming to church after having decided to believe will fundamentally change our life.
but everything depends on us. Christ offers himself to us. He wants us to try his new life and see what we'll do with our life from the moment we decide to believe and commit ourselves to him without questioning his word. He says to us, don't be afraid, just believe. May God bless us abundantly on this day of resurrection, and may his spirit grant us the miracle of believing with the genuine faith. Amen. I wish you a fantastic week. Thank you.